1: boys are back in studio for episode 29 season 2 of the daily intermission podcast i'm joined as always by nathan brown how are we doing today my man
0: We're doing pretty good um it's a little weird being back feeling uh the studio vibe here
1: yeah fresh it's off a, a little... week in uh in ottawa nate, and and yeah like you said it feels a little foreign got the foreign feelings but i should say before we get into the pregame show nate that this is brought to you by manscaped
0: you don't want to be going in With a huge bush. No, you don't. You don't want to be going in anywhere with a huge bush. It's never a good scene. We talk about it, how you've
1: got to keep it trimmed. So go to manscaped.com, use the code TDI to get 20% off your order, free shipping, Get that lawnmower 4.0. I mean, Nate
0: uses it all over his body. I do. It's uh, it's a spectacular, spectacular <laughs> piece of equipment. Uh, I use it everywhere, as we heard in a few episodes ago. Um, it's great. And I mean, use code TDI. You get 20% off free shipping. I believe Greg mentioned that. But I mean, that's got to be one of the best deals you can get around. It's amazing. So. Go,
1: yeah, like, go check it out. I mean, I think they're rolling out shampoo and body wash. And I mean, it's just, it's great product. So uh, yeah, go support the brand. Go support the show. And make sure you keep yourself tidy. Uh, uh, for all those uh, loved ones in your life. Because you never know. You never really know. All right, Nate. Well, we're fresh off an Ottawa trip. Yeah. Uh, went up to the nation's capital, cut two NHL hockey games, buzzed around the university, Bywood Market. I think all in all, it was a great trip. Uh, it, was, it was a long week. I mean, there was a lot of content being uh, being
0: created, but uh, but all in all, I, I enjoyed my time there, Nate. Yes, it was a good time. I mean, the only thing was the the, the hotel. I mean, we didn't uh, have a whole lot of airflow. It wasn't uh, opening window which was a real burden for me. I I sleep with a lot of airflow. I got a fan, you know, I got my window open every night. So it was a bit of a change. And then uh, come to find out uh, on the final night, I then realized that there was indeed a fan and we just didn't have it on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was a tough scene. I mean, there was a few mornings waking up and there was some dry... Uh, bodies, mouths—I mean, you name it. I mean, I could barely breathe some mornings, but uh, but that—I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, it probably would have been convenient, but
0: yeah, <laughs> probably.
1: Yeah, it was a—it was an interesting hotel. There was an interesting scene going on. There was three
0: elevators. You never really knew which one was coming. Um, yeah, that was bizarre. I'm—I'm I'm still convinced the whole place is a front. <laughs> i don't know what it is are they I laundering the something whole, there's something it's i get some real marty bird vibes in there man. yeah i i got those same vibes a couple be, of like the the people working there like we're not going to mention the name of the hotel or anything but like yeah. the guy uh what was he talking to us at the front desk he's like you guys eating at the bistro yet it's like is that it, even your business like <laughs> and, and i have and it's trash i wouldn't <laughs> yeah. say that because i thought he was going to stab me but That's besides the point. I was a huge fan of the Starbucks. Starbucks
1: is my favorite coffee, and I had one every morning.
0: Yeah, but Uh, it's just crazy. They have a Starbucks in there, and then it was just literally the worst restaurant of all time. (laughs) Yeah. like It was just like, why do you even have the Starbucks?
1: Yeah. My breakfast sandwich wasn't that bad. I I know, Nate, you kind of had like this... I
0: don't know what you had going on that first morning, but dude. it was rice for it, breakfast. Dude, Okay. Yeah. I'll just get into the story. So like I'm going down there and I'm expecting high, high things. Cause the, the place we had in Calgary, I mean the guys, the people who work in their beauties, man, yeah. like this guy, I didn't even have to ask. He was bringing over my breakfast. He knew what I wanted. All I did. I just wanted like eggs. It was like, comes with like bacon, you know, like the green onion stuff like that. And then I asked for breakfast potatoes. So it's like kind of a big mash. Yeah. They brought me out quinoa. <laughs> It's like eight AM. What is it, a skillet that you want you are looking for? Like yeah. almost like a skillet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like I get quinoa and the guy brings it out. I couldn't <laughs> even hear it. the guy wasn't talking loud enough for me to even like like be able to speak to him. So then he brings out the quinoa and I'm like, oh my God. And I wasn't yeah. even gonna say anything. He's like, Oh, you got potatoes, didn't you? So then he brings me a side of potatoes like fifteen minutes after. I'm like, Yeah, sick, dude. Yeah. Unreal meal.
1: Yeah, it's there was there was a few hours taken for sure on the trip, but I, I did want to mention it. we take a lot of Ubers when we're on the road. I mean, obviously we don't have a car, we don't rent a car, so we're in the Ubers a lot. So Um, We ended up at the second hockey game on Thursday uh, out of the Nashville Predators. We were taking an Uber home. We saw kind of this taxi van waving us down. It was really cold. It was raining. And I was like, let's just hop in that. We ended up ditching the Uber. And my Uber rating went down. And I didn't really know this is a thing. We live in rural Nova Scotia. We We don't have an Uber where we're from. So... I guess your Uber rating is, is kind of a big deal. So we get picked up the next day and I got lectured for about 15 minutes, the entirety of the trip, basically, yeah. on how I need to fix my uh, Uber rating. So there were some generous tips given out for the rest of the trip.
0: I'm still currently working on my Uber rating, Nate. Yeah, I mean, well, the guy was, the, the way the guy was breaking it down, I thought like I hadn't seen Greg's rating, obviously, but I, I assumed it was somewhere between a 1.6 and a 2.1. He's like, yeah, it's a 4.6. I'm like, that's pretty good. Like, you're, you're 0.4 off of full stars. Like, yeah. I mean, it's I don't know like, how it works, but yeah, it's well, I mean, I, I assume be, the person that we kind of bailed on obviously gave you an absolute zilch. Oh, yeah, it's just a horrible <laughs> review, yeah, and for anyway, sure. Um, I do want to mention eight.
1: So, quarter one, we're going to get into the PJ Tour, obviously. Uh, the Masters of the weekend, extremely exciting. Uh, quarter two, we're getting into the MLB. Uh, obviously, it's been opening day. I mean, we've missed a ton, as we always do when we're on the road. Uh, halftime show, we're going to go through. Through our most electric athletes, most must-watch athletes through our lifetime. Uh, quarter three will be in the NBA, which the playoffs start tomorrow night, and and uh, and the NHL will conclude. Episode twenty-nine of season two. Nate, before we get into quarter one, I did want to mention Dwayne Haskins. Man, super yeah. sad news. Uh, former quarterback for the Washington Football Team as well as the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, unfortunately, lost his life um, over the weekend, and, and just such tragic news. And and you know, it's it's uh, you hate to see. You know, people. You know, it's just tragic, man. It really is.
0: It is. It is. What he got hit by a dump truck? Yeah, what I'm understanding, which is like crazy. I mean, yeah. Rest in peace to the guy. But holy smokes, man! What a it's just like a bad, brutal way to go. Absolutely by a dump truck.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's extremely sad, and and obviously our thoughts and our prayers are with the Hoskins family and just you know the football world in general. I mean, they're mourning the loss of a good young quarterback, the Ohio State family. Uh, He was a starter. There in Ohio State, but, uh, but it, it was electric, man. The Masters is the best golf tournament of the year. It's much watch TV Thursday to Sat, Thursday to Sunday. I'm sorry, and we're gonna go into quarter one of the PGA Tour, and man, there's nothing like it, man. Augusta National, like it's just that golf course is so pristine. It's just it's so prestigious, and uh, and I, I I just I
0: I can't get over how amazing it is every year. Yeah, some could argue it's almost too prestigious. Some of the facts <laughs> we were digging out. Do you want to go through some? of those? Yeah, we'll go through some of the stats. <laughs> It was unbelievable. I was just like reading along and then I got into kind of a a hole on the internet while we were watching. And it was just, it was just fact after fact. I mean, one is like you walk in, you can't have chairs with armrests. Yeah. Which is just like, I I guess. You can't run. You can't run. Walking is is mandatory. If you bring your baby, you can't even put them in a stroller. No strollers permitted. (laughs) No (laughs) strollers. The first female was admitted as a member
1: in 2012.
0: Yeah. And they didn't allow African Americans in until 1990. It's. And then, like 1990, and then Tiger won in 1999. Yeah. It's like, holy smokes, fellas. Like, let's, let's, like. Yeah. I don't think it's talked about enough. No, it's there, a full-blown. We're going to do, insane. we're going to do a nice
1: TikTok segment and YouTube segment on the obnoxious rules of Augusta National, but there is a lot. I, of I just archaic- want
0: to double down again, too, in sure. case you guys didn't hear that. They didn't let women until 2012.
1: Yeah, it's it's been 10 years since women were allowed as members, excuse me, on the in the establishment, but it's just outrageous. The golf course, though, I mean, you can go. It's it's the one golf course on tour that if you're a golf fan, you could just go hole by hole. Like it's just you know it's you know hole one's got the power four around the corner with the bunkers, mm-hmm. and then two's the power five down the hill. Three is the power four, a uh, short power four. It's almost drivable, and four is the power three. I'm not going to go through them all, but I gonna uh, say, yeah, happened, this we? is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is going to get outrageous. Yeah, It's like, so anyway, you get to 17, right? <laughs> yeah. You see that piece of dirt on the side. Yeah. but uh, um, No, it's it's truly amazing.
1: But Scotty Scheffler, Nate. Scotty Scheffler wins the Masters. This is his fourth win in his last six starts. Ridiculous. He's now the world number one. I mean, this guy, he, he, I mean, he was, a, he was the Rookie of the Year on tour, I think in 2020, mm-hmm. of 2019, if, if not. And, uh, no, I think he graduated from the Corn Fairy Tour in 2019, won the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year in 2020. But, you know, made the Ryder Cup team as a selection. You know, kind, there was a bit of a up- I mean, he hadn't really broken through, broken through, and then the waste management wins, and then he hasn't really looked back. Like, this guy's on, like, he, he, his game right now is in the best shape I've seen a it's golf game in a long, long time.
0: Wild. What's he, four out of six, his last few tournaments. Yep. It's just absolutely crazy, man. And, like, the whole weekend as well, like, it was, man, like, he didn't really screw up. And you know what like I thought was the big turning point? Cause obviously Cam Smith came in hot on the final day. Yep. Like he had the two birdies right off the hop, but when they I believe it was the third hole. Yep. And when he chipped in. Yeah, it was like was a bump like, and run, hit was the like, pin, like, was Yeah, like, that's it. I was like, this could be this could be the turning point. And it yep. literally folded like Cam Smith. It's been tough to get through.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I apologize about that, listeners. I'm gonna put my phone on airplane mode, which I do <laughs> forget to do on the odd occasion
0: it happens but uh, but yeah you a you're very right generic ringtone that
1: final round too like it was getting exciting um yep. cam smith like he said birdie birdie start and then he bogeyed the third they both huge hooks off the uh, yeah off the 13 but 12 man 12 was it's i mean you look back to when tiger won the masters uh, francesco molinari and tony female dumped it in the pond brooks got the group before them dumped it in the pond jordan spieth in 2016 dumped it in the pond that pond on 12 yeah. plays a huge role That's Scheffler, cool. high hook long left
0: yeah. And just was like, I'm not dealing with anything. That's the one cam tripled too, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's like, it was done. I, I thought, I really thought it was going to come. I was hoping it was just going to be like hole by hole, just absolute bloodbath. And I thought it was going to be that way when, as you mentioned, when he hooked it over to the left and then cam also hooked his to the left. And I was like, okay, like he's, he's in better shape. And then it's like, you get that chip in. It's like, oh my goodness, dude, this guy can't miss right now. It's outrageous. So Roy McIlroy had
1: himself a day of the round of the tournament. He shot minus 8, 64 in the final day, Hold out of the bunker on 18, got That's him to minus so 7 sick. into the clubhouse. I mean, I thought I thought that there might have been a chance. I mean, Scotty, I th- he didn't feel the pressure, man. I, I'm just... It's a testament to how calm he is out there. You know, he's just... You can't really... He's just... He's so calm, and I don't know, like, how golfers... You feel the pressure, obviously. I mean, you heard before the round, obviously when he's off the golf course, that's when he feels the most pressure, Mm -hmm. but he just, he, he, you couldn't wave him. He was just dialed in the
0: entire round. And yeah, he was, he, he, I mean, he, Besides the fact he damn near blew it on the on the final hole. Yeah, <laughs> like not yeah, that he damn near blew it, no. but I was like, man, imagine he gets like just completely like goes back and forth, like amateur golf tournament kind <laughs> yeah. of style, and it's like him and Rory are doing a playoff. But For sure. Also, when you brought up Rory chipping in, Morikawa chipped in right yep. after him. Yep. It was absolutely sick yeah, to get in the house at <laughs> yeah, minus four. Unreal. unreal.
1: Um, but, I, I mean, those are three guys. I mean, you look at Cam Smith, you look at Rory, you look at Korma, Colin Morikawa. I mean, I would, I would be you know, fairly confident in saying that those guys – will be in the mix for years to come at the Masters. I oh, mean, yeah. I know Rory's kind of, you know, right in the heart of his prime or kind of towards the end of it. But, I mean, it's it's just such a challenging course. It demands, you know, such a unique game. And, and I mean, Scotty you're uh, your 2022 Masters winner. But the biggest storyline all week long was the return of Tiger Woods 14 months after almost losing his leg in a car accident after the Genesis Open, man. I mean... That, to me, was what made the weekend, man. I don't know if there's a more captivating athlete on this planet. I mean, he's the most fun athlete to watch. Uh, Tiger Woods, man, made his return. He looked good. He looked really good. Minus one his first day at Augusta National. It's incredible. Yeah. Couldn't really get it going in round two. And then, obviously, it was cold weather in round three. Kind of, you know, he he, he kind of stumbled and, and uh, couldn't get anything going on day four. But
0: he's he's back. Oh, yeah. I mean, for not playing in 14 months, like an actual competitive tournament, <clears throat> unbelievable. Like it was, it was just ridiculous, man. I I still can't believe he he played. Like it's still, it's still wild. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as you said, he looked good too. I mean, he's obviously carrying the the driver a lot of the time as like support on the leg. Like man, he must be just like every day must be such a battle for the guy, man. Like he's had seems like every surgery known to man. Yeah trials and
1: surgeries no for yeah. sure but no tiger being back is so good for the game of golf he is the needle uh like jeff o'neill likes to say when tiger's at a tournament he times everything by three mm-hmm. venue food logistics everything times three he is the face of golf and continue and will continue to be so so we're not sure when his next return will be Nate. i i'm thinking the pga championship makes a lot of sense well, next he, month
0: what was it he announced he's playing in one of the majors coming up I think it was, yeah,
1: at yeah. St. Andrews, where he's right. won before, yeah. uh, in Scotland. It's a very flat course. It's a Lynx course. That is no question. Be interesting as well, because with the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open, that is sanctioned by the uh, the USGA, which, if, if any of you are golf fans, you understand the type of test that the U.S. Open and PGA Championship demands. I mean, the rough is up to your knees. It's just, mm-hmm. you're lashing out of just... Insane conditions, so we'll see. We'll see if Tiger can peg it. I think he's going to. I think at, at his age and you know at the juncture of his career, I think he'd be foolish to kind of let a major go away. I think yeah. you know with with his iron play and, and his he was driving the ball fairly well. So we'll we'll, we'll see. And it is worth mentioning Nate this week. It's RBC Heritage. Uh, it's at Harbour in North Carolina. So we'll be following that closely. Kevin yep. Kisner is a guy that I'm looking at early in the week, but uh, we'll continue to monitor that. Nate.
0: Yeah, I love it. Looking forward to it.
1: All right, moving to quarter two. Episode 29 of season two of the Deal Mission Podcast. It's Major League Baseball season. Opening day was last Thursday. And it's alive and well, man. It's a weird it's weird seeing the new faces right off the get-go. I mean Correa on the twins and Simeon in Texas and Seeger in
0: Texas. It's just it's it's odd to kind of get accustomed to these new new faces and new homes. Yeah, Simeon right away too. He may as well have just stayed in Toronto That's the right. whole summer and just got ready for the show. But yeah, it is cool. It's it's sick it's back. The Jays, obviously, that first game. Holy smokes, dude. Yep. I was like, the hype is is gone. Down seven-nothing, and then they yep. win. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, these boys are they're gonna win the World Series. Come
1: back. <laughs> no, exactly. And um I think Toronto, I mean, they're they're gonna have such a great season. They, they what an electric lineup they have. Um, but uh, but the Yankees, their bats have been alive early. They took two of three against the Red Sox. Um Josh Donaldson uh, with the walkie. Yep, yeah, and Stanton's got two dingers already, mm. and Rizzo, I think,'s got two dingers already. So I mean, if that lineup can They'll stay have healthy, dingers, that's for sure. Yeah, if they if yeah. If that lineup can stay healthy, I mean they're going to be a scary team. There's no questions asked, but uh, but we'll see. I mean, it seems like Stanton's a guy who plays like 100 games a year, if that. Yeah. And, and Judge seems to be uh, injury prone as well. Um, but uh, Otani for the Angels mm-hmm. struck out nine in his first uh, his first start. Yeah, man. He got they, they ended up losing the game, but I mean that Angels is it's kind of a – I mean you know, you're bringing in Noah Syndergaard. I mean you got Mike Trout, you got Otani. We'll see what that team can do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they can make a ton of noise out uh, in the AL West, but... uh Let's see,
0: I feel yeah, I feel like it'd just be tough to like they get a wild card probably. Be, I don't think they're good enough to get, like get ahead at Houston. Houston, think, no, I don't think. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't. Man, it goes back to like when you brought up Otani like last year. I was like, all right, how long is this crap going on for? Yeah, how long can this guy be a legit pitcher and just absolutely spank home runs and it's still happening? Yeah, he's a legit unicorn. Like, this it's guy crazy. is the
1: real deal. And uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see if his my I'm big
0: my biggest thing is is his hitting stats. Like, will he be able to rip dingers like he yeah, did last year? Yeah, I mean, eventually something's gonna wear out, whether it's your arm, because like. I mean, initially it's just like, okay, this is Jeremy Lin 2.0 kind of thing. Yeah. And now it's just like, holy smokes, man. He's still going. Are you saying that because he's Asian? No. no. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yes, I, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. no I was, just, there's obviously, the, the, yeah, the comparison yeah, now there. Now I'm, uh, yeah.
1: Um, all right, Nate, let's go through the American League and the National League, and let's predict who do you think is going to win the divisions. All right, let's go. I and mean, we like to do that in the previous. So the AL East.
0: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, obviously we got four teams that are going to be wagons. absolute wagons. Yep. Um. I mean, what was it? We were looking at the uh, projections from MLB.com, yep. and they projected the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Rays all to go 88 and 74. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who's just copying and pasting at the MLB network, but I don't think that's really going to happen. I think the team, will, whoever wins, is going to be a little lower win-wise just because, like, I mean, it's juiced. You play a ton of games against the division, but I'm going to go with... Man... I want to say the Blue Jays, and yep. I kind of want to say the Yankees, but I might go with Tampa. Okay. I might go with Tampa. Yeah. Just because I feel like, I don't know, I think they're going to be able to like kind of slide like behind all the hype and stuff, you know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. I'm going yep. to go with Tampa.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. Yep. I know it's kind of a homer pick. I'm a Red Sox fan, but I think the Jays have just done such a tremendous job, and their rotation seems to be the strongest in the AL East. And, I mean, they're... <laughs> You've got two of the best hitters in baseball and Bichette and and uh, and uh, Vladdy Jr. and I think George Springer a full healthy season. I think mm-hmm. this team's gonna be really scary. Maddie so. chap too. Yep, beauty. Absolutely. So I saw he struck out five times in his first <laughs> game. So yeah, I got to give him a little time. Though. Yeah, oh, used, exactly.
0: to that, uh, used to that. Used to that. Open. There's there's some good looking cuts. Some good looking cuts. Oh yeah, he's yeah. swinging for the fences. There's yeah. no doubt about it. All right, the AL Central, Nate. AL Central. I'm going to go with the White Sox. I am as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I like their pitch.
1: I like their pitch. I've always been a big uh, fan of uh, of Dallas Keuchel. And don't forget about Lance Lynn last year. He had a Cy Young caliber season. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think we're on board with the White Sox
0: moving into the West. I think we're probably. Well, yeah, we kind of covered it. Yeah. Astros. Maybe. Uh, well, maybe we'll give a little love to the Angels. Yep, for yeah, for sure. See what they get going. Maybe the I mean, Mariners can... are there, too. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. See what's going on. Yeah, we'll... It could be a good one. For sure, uh, moving to the NL, Nate. I'm all over the Mets in the East. Ooh, okay, I don't mats. hate that. I don't hate that. I'm probably just going to roll with the Braves. You yep. got a Cunha Jr. back, like yeah. Could be. I don't know. Obviously, they lose Freddie Freeman. It's a bit of a loss. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination, but I'm going to go with the Braves. Okay. Yeah. And you are rolling with the Mets. I like yep. that Mets pick. Uh the central, I'm going with the Cardinals. Okay. I was going to go Brewers. Okay. I'm 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 predicted a big <laughs> one out of Christian Yelich. Every and, homer they got
1: the guy that goes on the slide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and they also you can't uh, sleep on the pitching with Boxberger. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. I mean Camus said, Who doesn't hate who doesn't love a box burger? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, in the NL West, I'm going with the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm going with the Dodgers too. I thought about Padres, but I think um to uh, teach well, junior, Tatis. Yeah. You know, just losing some time. I feel like that's going to be just like enough for the Dodgers to kind of have that. It'll be hard to catch them anyway. Yeah, and I feel like that'll just give them a little extra boost. So I'm going to go sure. with Dodgers, but we'll see what happens. I mean, we our projections have been good sometimes, and other times we'll go out there and pick the Seattle Kraken and to make the playoffs. So yeah, you never know what you're going you to never really here. know what the daily intermission, boys. You don't. All right, a World Series champ. Who you like? Oh man, it's so hard. Like last year, I wouldn't have even when playoffs started. I wouldn't have picked Atlanta. 159 games to go. Who do you like? <laughs> I tell you, I like what I'm seeing from Matty Channing. <laughs> yeah. He's swinging for the fences. And, uh, man, I don't know. It's going to be so hard. We'll probably end up doing this a few times and our opinions will change. But I'm going to go. I want to say the Jays, but like I just don't. I'm saying Jays. Okay. i am saying the Jays are going to yep. win. It. All right. I'm going I like the Jays. I'm going with the New York Mets. Okay. Yeah. I'm All going right. with
1: Stevie Pierce to get the boys firing on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I like what I see of the Mets early and often. And, and I mean, this is just very, very early. Maybe we'll do a midseason pick. And, yeah. then an av- and then and and then, I mean, then we could
0: even do a, a quarter of the season pick as well yeah that's I mean, right the season goes on for 18 years that's be the, right be the Mets first win since 1986 yeah uh, that's not true oh yeah I don't know I'm just throwing out numbers okay <laughs> I just wanted to see I, I picture someone just driving in their car just like that's way correct yeah you know yeah yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. well that's gotta <laughs> it happens
1: all the time I would
0: say oh yeah
1: all right now we're moving into the halftime show that will conclude quarter two of season two of episode 29 of the Daily podcast we're moving into the halftime show and I think Tiger's performance this week uh, inspired the uh, halftime show this week. So we're going to go through our top five must-watch athletes from our lifetime. So when they were playing on TV or if they were on a playoff run, it was forget what you're doing, you know, cancel the plans, yeah. you're watching this player play. Yes.
0: Nate, coming in at number five, who do you have? I've got a little bias here, and i got Alexander Ovechkin. Okay. Uh, now, I'm leaking a few of these back. I'm going back to you know, back when this guy was like lights, like yeah. when this guy's scoring 65 goals, he's hammering everything in sight. Like it was yep. hard not to watch this guy. Like he was obviously on national TV all the time, like yep. capitals before that, before him, dude, you weren't getting a national televised game. Like for sure. So I'm going to go with Ovetskin for my fifth one. Okay. Um, obviously best goal scorer of all time, in my yep. opinion. So
1: for sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to argue with that yeah uh, I'm coming with, I don't know if it's if it's uh, to left field, but I'm going to go with Michael Phelps. Yeah, uh, this guy, you know, obviously the most decorated Olympian of all time. But I remember, you know, through the summer of Olympics when Michael Phelps was swimming, like you knew what time he was in the pool and you yeah. were watching it. And like I remember being in big gatherings watching Michael Phelps fight. Michael Phelps going for the gold and like just watching the you know the world record lines and watching him you're, and figuring out where he was. You're and watching
0: the, everybody completely even, and then him a full body length yeah, in front of them. Yes, exactly. And, like, yeah. It wasn't close. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh,
1: but uh, no, I, I think he was such an electric athlete to watch, and he was for me must-watch television when Michael Phelps was on the TV. He's yep. my number five, number four, and eight for me. Yep, I have Roger Federer. Okay, and uh, and this kind of is uh, hits home a bit for me. My my grandmother was a huge tennis fan, and through the summer she would always have Wimbledon on, and I don't remember where well, Roger. He had the Nike headband on, and and he was just he was dominant for a long time. He was the first one of twenty majors, and I'm not sure how many Wimbledon titles he won, but for me he was he was really a guy that I. Wanted wanted to watch play when he was playing and and especially when we talk about Wimbledon, uh, wasn't so often invested in the U S open and the Australian open, the French, but when Wimbledon was on, I want to watch
0: Roger. Well, Wimbledon's just the Wimbledon. Yeah. It seems like they'd be like the masters of, of tennis. Yeah. Yep. I'd agree with that. My number four, I'm going Steph Curry. Okay. Um, you know, this is just a guy. Like, I just love watching shooters. Yeah. So whenever there's like, if, if Steph Curry's gonna be on the TV, I'm just, I don't even look at anybody else. Yeah, yeah. And that's no disrespect to Clay Thompson or anybody else on the squad, but man, I just, I just stare at the guy the entire time. Yeah. Takes shots. He doesn't even watch him go in. He runs back. It's like I'm not, like, for sure. How are you that confident? Three time NBA champion. I mean, yeah. best
1: shooter of all time. No, I, it's hard to argue, man. Yeah. He's been, he's been captivating. I'm staying in the uh, the NBA for my number three, Nate, and it's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. Probably, you know, arguably the best basketball player of all time, if not top two. I mean, his accolades, he's been to 10 championships through our lifetime. I mean, he's been just must watch television. His abilities, athleticism is off the charts. And I mean, this guy. Even some, some games this year at age 37, I'm just like, he still is yeah. one of the best players in the league. Was well, it that
0: dunk he had the other night when he just like – it was like – It's outrageous, it's the dunks he has. It's crazy. Yeah, it but is. for me,
1: it's LeBron James at number three. Uh, his title
0: runs were just must watch. I like that. My number three is Lionel Messi. Okay. I mean, soccer fan or not, yeah, you you can't stop but watch when this guy – you'd see a highlight of him where he just somehow dribbles through the entire team and scores. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously one of the GOATs. I mean, that's a hard thing to say, one of the goats. But he's an absolute legend. It's Lionel Messi. For sure. For sure. Hold that on a World Cup. I'm watching Argentina all day, baby. Yeah. Who's your number two? My number two is Usain Bolt. Okay. And that goes back to something you said, too, with the Michael Phelps thing. Yep. It's like, you know the time Usain Bolt is running. Yes. You're getting in there about five minutes early. You're watching him do his point and go when he wins. You know, he's just, dude, he's obviously the best track and field athlete of all time. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. He's been the
1: fastest human of our lifetime.
0: Exactly. He's Faster than a cheetah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, that can't be top speed cheetahs. uh, I mean, it's,
1: can you imagine watching that race?
0: You, 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 i mean one you i don't even know how you'd sanction it <laughs> yeah. it's like you're just gonna trust the cheetah to run the race because like that could end up pretty bad that's uh I, i'd love to see the waiver for that <laughs> that one's not going down
1: that's that's gonna be a tough one to yeah to coordinate for sure but yeah. i mean i'd love to see it i'd the, pay for it uh, no probably kidding. some good money
0: i mean if people are paying for logan paul fights i think they'd pay for usain bolt chasing the like front row in the safari oh my god just got your hat on yeah yeah
1: ocular's Oh, man.
0: Uh, All right. My number two
1: need is Tom Brady. I mean, uh, I don't really have to go much into this. He's been to eight championships. He's he's been to more than that. He's won seven Super Bowls. He's been to nine. Um, Just such a... No, He's been to 10 Super Bowls. He's won seven. Sorry. Uh, But, I mean, through my lifetime being a football fan, he's been my favorite athlete to watch and just his ability to come back. And when Tom Brady's playing... He's been must watch television for me.
0: For sure. Um, so I'm going to come in with my number one. Um, I'm looking on here. I would have gone with uh, Michael Jordan somewhere around here. Yep. Um, I thought you were taking him. Okay. So uh, I would have taken him probably over Steph Curry. So we'll give him an honorable mention for yeah. Michael Jordan.
1: Well, I didn't watch Michael Jordan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, me neither. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. Was he must watch for us? No. No, not really. No. <laughs> it's like I, was, I was like yeah. six.
0: But uh, anyway, my number one's Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. Uh, I mean, this guy's an absolute stick. He's. I mean, he's got the most goals all time for a soccer player. Yep. He's got the most followers all time. Yeah. For he's the a, most a human. famous human. He's literally the most famous human being on the planet. Yeah. I, I have a hard time not picking him at number one.
1: For sure. I, yeah, I like that. I mean, just the shirts off, celebration. He's just such a wagon. And
0: I, just before you're number one, I'm sure. throwing in an honorable mention. Sure. And this went on for about two or three years, but you could not watch it. And that's Blake Griffin. Okay. Yeah, that guy just throwing down <laughs> dunk after dunk, dude. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's got to be a nice honorable mention list for sure. But uh, yeah. my number one, Tiger Woods. Uh, I've been a golf fan for a long, long time, and I, I remember I used to sit at my job, and if I couldn't watch Tiger's round, this was every single tournament he would play, I'd be refreshing Twitter uh, for for Golf Channel Tiger Tracker. He would do shot by shot every single hole, and I he's just been so captivating. I mean, when he's on the golf course, I need to know how he's playing. You know, and I—I I wasn't even a huge golf fan during his dominance, and mm-hmm. I still love the guy. And you know, he's just been—he's uh, been the face of the, the sport, and, and uh, when he's on TV, I'm not far I'm, uh, away from. Winning.
0: I'm sure the Masters numbers were up this year. Hundred percent, say that. Hundred percent,
1: yeah. Hundred percent. Well, that's the, the top five. So maybe Nate, I'm gonna. What I'll do is I'll, I'll make up a nice list for Instagram, and we'll compare the two lists, and yep. we'll see. Uh, we'll see how people's compare to ours. Yep. Uh, but we're gonna move into quarter three
0: quarter 3 of season 2 got some nba chatter
1: it's nba chatter Nate. so the play- the playoff picture set um so we got in the eastern conference i guess so both conferences so we've got uh, the the play in games yeah so the play in games are set and it's so the first game Nate, will be cavs versus nets yeah. how do you think that's going to go down
0: i'd i'd probably put the farm on brooklyn yeah i would I'd as mean, well like, <sighs> I, I also just want to get out here. Like these playing games are stupid, I think. Yeah. I don't like them. You yeah. know it's like exciting, I guess. I'm not like, a
1: huge fan of either. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. And I know uh now that I'm looking at it and I'm like, and, and I know we've kind of talked about it through the season. I don't know if it's even necessary. Like, you know, well, just,
0: is it just the one is it just one and done? Or uh, so is they this, do a little okay
1: yeah. So it's so the Cavs play the Nets. If the Cavs, so the win the winners go in, mm-hmm. uh the loser of that game, the Cavs and Nets. So it's seven versus eight. And nine versus ten. So seven versus eight. Um so the, winner the winner of that of game, game of that gets, in, gets in. And then, and then the, the winner the eight, of the nine the, ten plays the loser yes. of the first game okay. to get in. I gotcha.
0: Yeah. So I guess that's probably the best way you can go about it because if you do the seven v10 and then the ten wins and auto gets in, yeah. there's gonna be some there's gonna be some issues.
1: For sure. So so we got Cavs Nets, the winner of that will go in, yep. the loser of that will play. The winner of the Hornets Hawks. Yes. Uh, which should be a good basketball game. Yeah. Uh, two electric guards, obviously, with Trey Young and Ball. Uh, Not Ball. I'd rather, see, Ball. I'd rather see. No, yeah, Mello Ball.
0: Sorry. Go I, ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I'd rather see Atlanta get in. Yeah, I think so, so too. Trey Young, actually.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I really like LaMelo as well. But uh, And then the Spurs Pelicans, the winner of that will play the loser of the Los Angeles Clippers in the Minnesota Timberwolves. And if you do remember, Nate, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they've surprised a lot of people this season. I remember during the Ian McMillan podcast, I said one team to watch that has not been great these last few years is the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we find themselves... Uh, you know, having a chance to get into the playoffs. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be an exciting few days. I think Nate, we'll we'll will break the uh, the NBA uh, down uh, more on Friday when the mm-hmm. seat, when the when all of the series are set. Yep. Uh, and we have a better idea of what the playoff picture is going to look like. It sounds like it's going to be Raptors Philadelphia, so that's going to be a really exciting series. Shaq, last night on TNT said that he projects that the uh, Philadelphia 76ers sweep. The Toronto Raptors yeah,
0: which I thought was a little strange because if you look at the season series I believe it's 3-1 Raptors which okay I mean doesn't really yeah. obviously tell you a lot and I wonder how
1: many games James Harden played in those what, probably one
0: and it's yeah. probably the win <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um but uh, let's just kind of walk
1: through the regular season Nate, and I know it's been a long regular season in the NBA but any big surprises to you I mean I think first and foremost the Lakers being such a dumpster fire. I mean, with that trio of LeBron James, Russell Westbrook and, and Anthony Davis, I think, you know the you know, the the outs from outside looking in you'd think that this team would be very
0: successful, but yeah. they just have had such a terrible season. I mean, dude, I think I picked them to win at the start of the year. Yeah. I was like, man, they're juiced. They got Westbrook, Davis, like LeBron. They didn't make the playoffs, dude. (laughs) It's unbelievable. That's definitely something I think most shocking for me is the fact that the Washington Wizards didn't hold up their end of the bargain at the start of the year when they were absolutely a fire wagon. They just flat out missed. (laughs) Flat out missed. Not even in a playoff game, dude. They were in first for like two weeks. Joke yeah some other surprises
1: for me Nate were the Cleveland Cavaliers I mean this is a team that since LeBron's left hasn't really done much but Darius Garland played incredible he was an all-star I mean Kevin Love coming off the bench you've had Evan Mobley the fourth overall pick yep. uh or third overall pick uh play extremely well so I think the Cleveland Cavaliers I mean they've, they've plummeted a little bit here in the last few months but they're gonna be in the play-in games and they're a team that was a big surprise the Memphis Grizzlies for me yeah John Morant coming Second on place yeah as a as a player maybe one of the best guards in the league I mean I didn't see the Memphis Grizzlies being as competitive as they were and and they're going to be a threat come playoff time I mean they are, yeah. they've beat all, all the good teams in the league and they uh they seem to have something good going there Yeah I guess
0: another one would be the Raptors 100% we were, like, pretty sure like you know They'll get into a play-in game probably. I mean, they, they finished fifth. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're, they don't even have to do a play-in game. So this is a team that know. had the fourth
1: overall pick a year ago.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Quick so. turnaround. You got to love it.
1: Scotty Barnes, it looks like they, you know, he's going to have a fantastic career in Toronto. And uh, just a side note, did you see that the Lakers are targeting Nick Nurse as their coach next year?
0: Uh, no, I didn't see that. I, yeah. All I saw was they just canned the guy. Frank Vogel, yeah. yeah. He's, see you he's later. toast. I mean, he didn't have a shot. I mean, no. He was probably getting fired 20 games in. LeBron probably went up to the GM and was like, get rid of him now. They're yeah. Like, well, he's already under contract. We may as well run him the year. Yeah. But. Oh, exactly. Uh, my MVP needs going to be Joel Embiid,
1: and uh, my rookie of the year is going to be
0: Scotty Burns. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going with Nikolai Jokic. Yep. Uh, he's the betting favorite. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to roll with that. Um, do you look at defensive player of the year at all? Uh, I haven't looked at the defensive player of the year but looking I mean, kind of to De- Marcus Smarty. Okay. Marcus Smart. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, He's a dog on D. Who would you say your rookie of the year? Uh Scotty. Okay, I'm going with Evan Mobley. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're rolling. We'll Absolutely. see what happens. We'll see what happens 100%. with the awards <laughs> cuz So one like, thing you can't do is call everything right.
1: No, oh my <laughs> gosh no. I mean I mean I'm sure there's there's some I mean I think Jokic and Embiid are the betting favorites for the MVP and I think that Scotty yes. Burns and Evan Mobley are leading in the, yep. the rookie of the year and
0: I mean, at this point in the year, it's going to be one of the two. Yeah, exactly. So it's like.
1: Exactly. So we'll get into more award talk here in a few minutes in the NHL. But uh, that'll conclude quarter three, season two of episode 29 of the Daily Mission podcast. We're moving into the NHL. Where it's been a hectic few weeks, and uh, the playoff races are alive and well uh, in both conferences. More for seeding in the Eastern Conference, like, and and I mean, there's some teams on the fringe in the Western Conference. There, there. is I mean, what's going on? Is
0: Vegas going to make it? Is Vancouver sniffing it out? Vegas is in that tough spot right now, where they're they're fighting for every point, and then they also have to rely on other teams losing, and it's kind of not happening for them. Like yeah. Dallas last night pulled it yeah. out, and it's like, geez, man, like it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for them to get in. And if they get in, I saw a thing today. uh, It was, I believe it was Jay Onry put it. It was like Edmonton. It's like, who would you rather play first round? Vegas or L.A.? It's I was like, is this even a how is this a question? Yeah, yeah. Dude, if Vegas gets completely healthy, like this is literally one of the top two or three teams in the entire conference.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into the biggest surprises. LA's certainly been one of them. Uh, yeah, no But kidding. Uh, but Austin
0: Matthews, Nate, he scored 51
1: goals in his last 50 games, He's yep. got 58 on the season. He's now the has scored the most goals in a single season by any Toronto Maple Leaf in the history of the organization. He's now the has scored the most goals ever as an American-born hockey player. Yep. Austin Matthews, man, he's a real deal, and and I hate to, like, I mean, obviously, it's an extremely, it's an amazing accomplishment. I mean, there's only been, if he gets to 60, there's only been 20, 20, <laughs> 20 guys of all time, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: he'd be the 21st. 21st all yeah. time. So, some of those names, Nate, are like... Oh. oh, yeah, like basic, easy names. Yeah, I mean, you got Ovechkin. Yep. You got Steven Stamkos. Yep. You got Bernie Nichols. Oh,
1: oh that's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> what are some other yeah. names? Gary Curry. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Wayne Gretzky. I yep. don't know if you heard of him. Mario, Mario Lemieux. Lemieux. Steve yep. shot, Just like guys <laughs> like that, you know? Like... It's just <laughs> these guys that just ring out their household names. Yes, that's right. Especially Steve Shutt and Bernie Nichols. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is Bernie Nichols? <laughs> Bernie Nichols? I never in my life Mike Bossy has five as well. Mike Bossy was an absolute yeah. freak in nature. Should um, have put him on the list. For sure. Another guy we didn't watch play, but So we think it's safe to say that Austin Matthews will win the Hart trophy and the Rocket Richard this year, Nate. I think so. And I think a few factors here. Yep. Here's what I'm thinking. One, you score 60. Yep. That's a big one. Yep. Two. Yeah, I mean, you're in big-time market here where you got Leafs. There's going to be some voters absolutely losing their shit. Yep. Number three, um, oh, plain and simple. I mean, Connor McDavid and the boys have already won a few. Yeah. You know they like mixing it up. For sure. <clears throat> you know they like mixing it up. You get that narrative out there. It's like the last two Hart Trophy winners going against each other. Yep. I think Matthews is going to win it. For sure. I do. It's crazy. Like, when I dissect the most
1: valuable player for a team... The race should be a lot closer than it's going to be. Austin Matthews, I think, is going to end up winning it. But I look around the league, and I look at some teams oh, man. most valuable. To those teams? To those teams. I mean... Doesn't Roman Yossi come
0: to mind? 100% Roman yeah. Yossi. I mean, it's a wild year. I mean, you got yep. Roman Yossi. I mean, you could even probably... Shesterkin. I was going to say some people are going to definitely throw Shesterkin in there. Yeah. I mean, anyway... Maybe coach of the year there in New York. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? our guy Gerard. There's, Gallant? there's a ch- I mean, what, that, would that? They be might his, fire the, him, that, though. Yeah, well, they will. They'll yeah. gas him. That <laughs> yeah. would be, his, I think, his third Jack Adams with three different teams. He definitely won one with Vegas the first year, 100%, no doubt about it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, and I don't know that, but I just have to assume who would have won over an expansion team's coach that made to the, the final. camp final. Yeah. And I, I know agree. he won it with Florida, and then they gassed him the next year. Yeah, yeah. So Didn't I, they gas him, like, in the middle of practice? Yeah, dude. They, gas him they in called him the like an like Uber or something. 12 games in after he yep. won or something stupid like that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, it's crazy. But, uh, but it looks like a little Bruins-Leafs matchup, first
1: round. We'll see. I mean, the Bruins are outside looking in. They, they're looking like they're... I, that race is still not concluded yet. There's still uh, nine game left. We'll see uh, when the dust settles, who plays who. But, uh, but, neat
0: biggest regular season surprises. For you, what do you got? Biggest regular season surprise? Yeah. I mean, LA's up there. Gotta for be. For sure. I, I, I didn't have them in. There's no doubt about it. No. Um. I mean... Chris Kreider, 50. Chris Kreider 50 is absolutely stupid. Yeah. You know, that's stupid. Chris Kreider. I never even would have, I would have looked at the betting odds on that at the start of the year and laughed in the sports books faces. And yeah. if you probably could have got it, at probably plus 10,000 for sure. Johnny hockey, Nazem Kadri, some, name, some names yeah. that come to mind. Nasm Kadri, Yeah. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. I think just even the Calgary flames in general, yeah. um, oh, you know, they sure. were a dumpster fire last year in the Canadian bubble and yeah, they've they come back and, and I thought uh, they were
0: toast. They kind of like got rid of some pieces. Like when they lost Giordano. I was like, that's going to be it for the boys. Like, yeah but, for sure, but yeah, I mean, Markstrom. I mean, what's he got nine shutouts. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I feel like we've been talking about him having nine shutouts for like two months. Now. Yeah, makes like, so. it another one, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah, he's but, been uh, snoozing. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one for me. I think LA is probably the the biggest, the one. biggest one. I yep. think off the top of my head, um, maybe the, maybe the Islanders. The Islanders, I was thinking just because, as well. Like, and it's not like I think yep. they're good. It's no. just like it's the same crap every year. They're yep. dust and they somehow make the playoffs. The
1: Flyers for me are another one. Um, yeah, I they, thought that they were going to make a nice jump. Yeah, if you listen to our pre jump. our preseason,
0: oh. we were loving them. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, there's. I don't know if there's any divisions we nailed. We'll have to go back and look at the posts. Um, Actually, we probably don't have that post up anymore. No, for uh, no, we so don't. Anyway, we, that's we, actually fire under the bridge, folks. <laughs> that uh, those picks didn't happen. I had uh, LA making it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, no. All right, Nate. So we get
1: the playoffs just around the corner. So I yep. think by Friday we'll have a better idea of what that playoff picture looks like. Not exactly what it will look
0: like, but we can start kind of previewing what what we expect. I think we can almost say it's Florida, Washington, though. Yeah. That's looking pretty, yeah, it is. pretty in, ingrained, which I'm all I'm all on board with. Yeah, for. that's but gonna be a fun series
1: to watch. Is. And I'm there's ready. some potential for some upset. I'm gonna be picking some upsets this year in the NHL. Yeah. Um well, but uh but Nate, let's talk about the regular season. Let's talk about the award winners and we're starting yeah. things off with the Hart
0: Trophy winner. The Hart Trophy. Well, mm. I mean, we covered it. Yeah. We're going Matthews. Yeah, we're going I, Matthews. It's gonna be tough for him not to win it, I feel like. The Vesna Trophy winner, Vesna, Vesna. I feel like again when we're talking about the heart, we threw Shosturkin's name in there. I feel yep. like it's kind of a layup. I mean, Markstrom maybe not getting enough love is what he could be just with the nine shutouts. That's right, and that's in that's apparently blocked in. He will yep. get no more than nine and no less.
1: Yep. I'm um, well. yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go Shosturkin as
0: Yeah, I feel like it's just uh, the hype's been there all year. Yep. So Norris go Trophy. That. Norse Trophy. I'm telling you right now, I mean, Kale McCarr is going to be up there, but if Roman Yossi doesn't win and he gets 100 points, I'll. and I've never understood this trophy. I never in my life will get it. Every year it seems like the guy who should win it doesn't get it. That the things change each year. You got Eric Carlson win it, not playing a lick of defense, scoring a hundred thousand yep. points. And then when John Carlson does that, he doesn't win it. Same with Mike Green a few years ago. Yeah. A little bit of bias here. I'm just pissed that the Caps defenseman cannot win a Norris trophy. For sure. Um, but I'm gonna go with Yossi.
1: I, I think I am as well, Nate. And and uh I think there's some uh I mean Victor
0: Hebbin and, and uh and and Cal McCarl get some bolts. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think but, I think McCarr will come in second. I figured it was just going to be McCarr this year because it's like we got to get him one kind of yeah. thing. And it's kind of crazy to think that Victor Hedman can play as well as he does every single year, and he's just like if someone has like just like a great like Hedman's right there. Oh yeah, with Yo- you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, and it's just no one even says anything. About I know. Him. Like it's just so weird. He's like the that.
1: like if there's a team if if I'm starting a team tomorrow and there's one and I get to
0: pick it's Victor Hedman. Yeah, me. and if it's not him, it's Yosi. Yeah, and then if it's not him, it's McCarr. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we got the top three. The, the At least the it feels like it's in the right spot right now for the Norse. You know
1: what I noticed uh, was how offensive Roman Yossi is. Like, he when we watched him
0: live, he was in the offensive oh, zone yeah. buzzing down low yeah. a lot of ships. I was like, oh, well, well, my. He's undoubtedly got the green light. I mean, their yeah. forward depth isn't pit, like spectacular. No, I mean, they, they've been playing well, though. I mean, Dushane and the boys have been going absolutely nuts. Dushane's had Tan- a great year. you know? Yeah. He's a guy... We'll talk about the Calder now. He's a guy who's gotten zero love for the Calder. He's like, leading the I, rookies I, in goals. Yeah. I was just going to say, I feel like most cider has just been like... Have won the award in like December. And no yeah. matter what happens, he's going to win it. Like, I mean, Zegers has been ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. You sure. know, Michael Bunting has like 20-some goals as well. I mean, Jeremy Swayman's been pretty good Jeremy for the Bruins. He had that stretch of... where he was like 10-1. And and for sure. For sure.
1: I mean, there's yeah. been a lot of fantastic rookies. He's been an amazing class. I mean, Lucas Raymond again. Yeah, on, exactly. On the, it's uh, a
0: guy that's got like 50-some points. Yeah. But uh but who are you picking for the Calder? I'm going to go with Mo Cider. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous but like <clears throat> I just don't there's there's not like there's some forward like I'm not giving it to Tanner know? No. Nope. Uh Lucas Raymond maybe, but I feel like at that point you Cider's going to win it over a guy on his team. Sure. So I think I'm going to give it to Cider. I sure. You know, he's only got like 5 goals, but like man, he plays he plays well. I'm going to go Trevor Zegers I'm okay. going to I'm going to change it
1: up and just because of the fact he's such an electric player, he's going to be the face of the Anaheim Ducks for a really long time and I just I have no idea which way it's going to go. Like you said, Nate, it sounded like the voters and it sounded like the buzzer and the NHL has pretty much given the award to Mo yeah. Sider. I mean, he's going to be a great defenseman in Detroit for a really long time, but. Uh but I want to switch it up a little bit. Yep. All right, Nate
0: Jack Adams. That was also your pick at the start of the year. Yeah, it was. So I yeah. like you standing pat with yep. it because I think mine are completely all over the place. Um, <laughs> Jack Adams. I'm going to go with, I think, Gerard Gallant. Okay. Um, I think that's kind of a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of hard. Maybe Daryl Sutter, too. I mean, yeah. Daryl Sutter's, oh, Sutter's sure. going to be up there. I think I'm going to go with Gallant. I mean, they missed playoffs last year. It, it, most often they're not, you see it uh, a team that didn't make the playoffs and then make the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Gallant.
1: I'm going to go with Andrew Burnett. Okay. For Florida. Uh, okay, obviously, like uh, yeah, Quenville, Obviously, yeah. with the whole situation with Chicago and him having to leave his job. Was and that
0: th- this year or last year? That was this year. That was this year, yeah, yeah, early in the year. This yeah. year, yeah. Okay. And, and
1: so Andrew Burnett took over, and they didn't miss a stride. I mean, they've been the best team in the NHL in the regular season in the Eastern Conference, anyway. For sure. Um, So yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know. There's a there's a million different ways you can go with the Jack Adams this mm-hmm. season. Um, You know, and and we'll see what happens. I mean, Sheldon Keith might might uh, poke his head in. Um, ah.
0: <laughs> uh, See what happens. We'll I mean, see what happens. Apparently it's a regular season award, but <laughs> yeah. we'll see what happens there. Um, but, uh, but that'll conclude quarter four
1: of episode 29 of season two of the Daily Mission podcast. And I'm a little rusty to be completely honest. Just getting hey, back in the.
0: It's been a minute, man. Yeah, it has it's been for sure. A minute, But we're back.
1: All right. Nate, let's get into the fire wagon and let's get in the dog water of the week. Let's go. All right. My fire wagon is a guy with the name of Tiger Eldrick Woods. Okay. This guy was, I mean, this guy was nearly died, nearly lost his leg 14 months ago. Now he's pegging it at The masters made the cut. Um, you know, he's got the best player in the world wearing his clothing. I mean, he is Mr. Golf. It's Tiger Woods. He's back in action. He's an absolute fire wagon. He's getting my fire wagon of the week.
0: Oh, man, I was just giggling there because I was The just Big Cat. The big cat. I was just thinking of some of the, the quotes I heard watching the Masters this week. One of our friends of the show was around the boys and uh what was it? He said he's like, it's amazing to see him doing what he is when he literally had a shattered pelvis less than a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just cracking up. But so that's your fire wagon. Mine is uh <laughs> Mine is gonna be Scotty Scheffler. Yep. I mean yeah. Yeah. I mean the way just the way you said it, it was quite clear. But I mean this guy's won four to six, as we talked about at the top of the show. Yep. He just won the masters. This man won his first tournament and went to world number one in forty two days. <laughs> the quickest by like two hundred and fifty days or something ridiculous. So I am going Scotty Scheffler. This guy is dialed. You saw it out there this weekend. Scotty Scheffler, Firewagon of the Week. I love it. My dog water of the week, Nate. Is MLB
1: umpires just in general? Okay, I follow this account on Twitter. I forget what it's called. Maybe MLB Umps. It's hilarious. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> I used to follow that too. Um, and it's just all these missed calls. And yeah. there's been a plethora of them. Oh, it's it's what is it like? Fire the ump's or something like that? Is that yeah, something along yeah. those lines? It's yeah, a sick account.
1: Yeah, but anyway, just the strike zones have been outrageous. A lot of uh, a lot of check swings not called or that that clearly crossed the plate not called uh, not called strikes. I mean, it's just. I'm just the human air has been on display early and often in the MLB season. I'm just
0: going to give the dog water of the week to the MLB Um, I like that. I like that. That account's awesome, too. They have a lot of like statistics about like which teams get screwed the most. I remember the Blue Jays were really bad last year. They got screwed around a lot. My dog water of the week. However, folks, back to back. We got Bryson DeChambeau. (laughs) Richard right now. He's just pumped. He's just grabbing onto whatever he's got. He's probably fist pumping air. It's Bryson DeChambeau. This absolute guy. Comes in, obviously we all know this story, he called it a par 67 a few years ago. He comes out, he shoots plus 12, he misses the cut, and you know what the funniest thing about it all is, Bryson? There were amateurs in the tournament that beat you by five strokes. Very nice. Unbelievable. And how old he? I think he's 60-something. I was going to peg him
1: at 86. He averaged 230 yards off the team, beat. (laughs) Bryson came out too
0: neat and said it was a par 68 for him. Oh, is that what he said? I thought it was 67. Oh, you said it oh, again? Oh, maybe 67. No, no, no. Oh. That was a couple years back. Oh, yeah yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I yeah. said that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good to know we're just listening to each other. Yeah, that's here. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bryce I was and I just go. thinking about how much of a clown he is sometimes. <laughs> well, it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up the fire wagon and dog water and, uh, I'll see if Bryson can get back onto my dog water for week three. For sure. I'm not sure if he's planning to RBC heritage, but we'll check in, but well, if uh, he's not, that he has a dog water for being and a coward. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you give us, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you're giving us a review sub to the, or click five stars. We appreciate you guys listening and uh, we'll be back on Friday for more daily intermission.